0: Yeah, we're just hoping for that, you know, that slow roll to our world domination. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is how it all begins. (laughs) Welcome to the Get Cozy podcast, where we talk all about the coziest of book genres, the cozy mystery. I'm your host, Christy Meyer, and I'll be bringing you author interviews and keeping you up to date on all the hottest cozy mystery releases. So grab yourself a cup of your favorite hot beverage and let's get cozy hello my cozy friends today i am thrilled to have the authors of shady hollow on the show which i personally consider to be the coziest book series ever written you know them as juno black which is the pen name for authors jocelyn cole and sharon nagel so welcome to the show jocelyn and sharon thank you thank you for having us completely my pleasure i you know obviously read a lot of cozy books but I am just so, so excited for today's show, um, because chatting with the authors of what is easily, like I said, the coziest series I've ever read, Shady Hollow, is just such a treat. So to kick off the show, um, Jocelyn, can you tell our listeners what Shady Hollow is all about? Absolutely.
0: So Shady Hollow is a mystery series, and like a lot of mystery series, it's set in a small town, but the twist is that all of the characters in the entire world are animals they are anthropomorphic animals (laughs) and they um just live together and when crimes happen they solve them so that's that's how it
1: is (laughs) oh my goodness and it's just so much fun when i pitch this book to people i always say this is this book is animal crossing with murder in it so i don't know if you played animal crossing but it is super just like cozy and comforting and i'm like that is this book
0: (laughs) Yes, we we actually have used the Animal Crossing plus Knives Out comparison to sort of uh, <laughs> give a shorthand for for the series.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. I love that. That's the perfect pitch. So Shady Hollow just has such a unique premise and setting. So um, Sharon, do you want to tell us how you came up with the idea for the series? Um,
2: sure. Um, oh hundred and fifty years ago, approximately. Um, we <laughs> were
1: working together, um,
2: at Boswell Books in Milwaukee and uh, we were having a very slow night and our boss Daniel asked us to price these um, little finger puppets for the children's department and they were all woodland creatures. So as we were doing that, because we are us, we we just, we priced them, but we also gave them names and occupations and we decided that, you know, maybe they lived in a place, for example, called Shady Hollow. And uh, since it was close to November, which is National Novel Writing Month, if you're not familiar with that, I will give you more. But uh, we decided to write a story about these animals. And that was the birth of Shady Hollow.
1: Wow. How serendipitous does that seem? <laughs> That's so neat. And I saw you all were doing like NaNoWriMo again this year. So is that something you both do every year together for the series?
0: We don't do it every <laughs> year. But when we do write the novels, we like to trade off and when we can fit it into the Nanoramo schedule, like if we are writing during the month of November, um, we do try to maintain that National Novel Writing Month, yeah. Um, yeah. which is also called NaNoRamo. Um, It's 30 days and you try to write a 50,000 word novel draft in that time, which equates to 1,667 words per day. And because Sharon and I write together, we would trade off days. So that's not typical for NaNoWriMo, but then nothing that's about us is typical. It's actually cheating.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's cheating. Yeah. yeah. I don't think writing 50,000 words by yourself or with someone else is ever cheating. It's so much. <laughs> You know, there uh, there aren't many books that I personally will reread, but I have reread the Shady Hollow books so many times. I think I'm up to five now, and I'll just like oh, I'll wow. put on the audiobook. <laughs> I read them first like an ebook, and now I'll put on the audiobook anytime I need some warm, cozy feels in my life. And I just love escaping into this world you've created. So, Jocelyn, <laughs> if you could visit any location in Shady Hollow, where would you go? Oh, well... I am very fond
0: of Nevermore Books, which is the bookstore in the town of Shady Hollow. And it is a reused building. It used to be like a grain silo. So it was very tall and like a tower. And the owner of the bookstore, Lenore, uh, converted it into a bookstore. And every level is its own subject. So you have history on one level, you have fiction on another level, you have science on another level. And
1: I just think that that sounds like the perfect place to spend, you know, my entire life. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I love Nevermore Books. Uh, and Sharon, how about you?
2: Well, since Nevermore Books has been taken, <laughs> you can come. It's a whole bookstore. <laughs> I would, um, I would say coming in second would be Joe's Mug, which is the coffee shop in town um, where all the, the news is is passed along. Um, It's just a nice little place where all the neighbors go and you can have coffee and muffins and catch up on the the hot goss. (laughs) The hot
1: goss. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, books and coffee, it's the perfect combination, right? It's really all you need. (laughs) Exactly. So there are certain types of stories that can be harder to sell in the traditional publishing space than others. And I've heard from some author friends that anthropomorphic stories are one of them. So Um, Let's see, Sharon, did you find that to be a challenge while you were on submission with Shady Hollow? We sort of had an unusual um, experience in that we didn't
2: go the traditional route. We self-published these books. In 2015, we published Shady Hollow um, because Jasmine just happened to have her own publishing company that she up and started with her husband, uh, where they publish... Her um, romance, Regency romance novels under the name of Elizabeth Cole. Okay. They decided to branch out and try publishing Shady Hollow, which we did. Um, And so we were a big hit with um, our family and friends. (laughs) 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 And we had, I think we had, you know, shopped it a little bit, but not really. We didn't do any serious like agent shopping or publisher shopping, but how it came about is um, during the pandemic, our one of our publishing reps, um, Jason Gobble, who is a wonderful human being, got around to reading our books because we I had forced them on him years ago. Um, uh, and he's he hadn't read them yet and he decided to pick it up and he was very excited and he wanted to show them to uh, one or two people that he worked for at Penguin Random House in New York. And so we said, sure, go ahead. You know, nothing will happen, but (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) Um, And so he did and um, they were interested and they bought all three books from us in
1: uh, 2020. Oh my goodness, what a cool story. You don't hear about that happening terribly often with indie published (laughs) books, so that's really neat.
0: Yeah, it's it's absolutely people do ask us about it and we're we always have to apologize because it's a completely <laughs> backwards way that you know compared to with the way most people have have gotten published and it, it almost feels like we just won the lottery. So we just have to say, sorry, like, it's not, not easy to duplicate that path.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's smart, I think, with the type of book this is. Yeah. And, and hopefully this, this will help open that genre up, because I think
0: people have reacted really positively. So I think there is, there is an audience. But yeah, as you say, it's difficult to convince some, some of the people <laughs> to to take a chance on these types of books.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, the animals, the characters in this series all just have such fun and distinct personalities. Um, So, Jocelyn, I'm wondering who each of your favorite characters are. So if you want to start, tell us which one you'd pick and why they're your favorite.
0: Oh, it's hard to choose uh, because I really do love a lot of them. And I I might once again fall back on Lenore. Uh, She is a raven and she's definitely got some goth tendencies, which, you know, I wouldn't know a thing about, of course. (laughs) Um, but, uh, you know, she, she lives in a bookstore. She's very sort of sarcastic. And, um, even though she's a supportive friend, you know, she's always the, the one who's kind of delivering those lines. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. um, I think she's, um, a tremendous amount of fun.
1: Oh, she's so much fun. And Sharon, who would you pick? I'm very partial to Vera, Vera Vixen, who is
2: our journalist and our detective. Um, she's a fox and she's sort of, sort of a know-it-all um which i can relate to she's nosy she wants to- <laughs> and uh yeah i have a great fondness for her
1: oh, they're all so wonderful i think joe um joe for our listeners is the moose who runs joe's mug the coffee shop i think he's probably my favorite he's just so lovable
0: yes very much so
1: he bakes. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He knows where the food is and he knows what the gossip is. It's great.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Which you need in a a small town cozy mystery.
0: Very much so. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. So let's see, Sharon, what would you say is the biggest challenge that you face in writing a cast of characters made up of forest creatures? Well,
2: I guess it's probably the same that's true of, of any um, series where you're having the same characters but then adding characters to keep things interesting, and so we with each book we try to add characters and and make things a little bit more interesting, but make it also more like a town. And sometimes, yeah, you have to you have to go back and check on whether you had a a, a hedgehog or um, a mouse <laughs> in the and are we skipping over and um, not paying attention to any particular creature that we should include and. Yeah, it's like the more stories that we write, the more there is to remember and keep track of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I bet. And I have to say I really appreciate how um I feel like you're very thoughtful with the personality traits that you give each of these characters because it kind of matches what you would expect from the animal that they are.
0: Yeah, we we do we try to bring out some of the elements that you would expect of an animal. So again, like So use the example of Vera, she's a fox, she's very clever, she's inquisitive, you know, she's, she's quick, you know, and so we want to do that. But we also want them to feel like rounded characters and not like a stereotype. So we try to um, give them some quirks and and really give them a story of their own so that even if they're just a minor character, you feel like they're a fully realized one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I also really appreciate how at the, the beginning of the books, you give kind of like a, a disclaimer about how everyone needs to kind of suspend their disbelief. We have like <laughs> a little tiny mouse having a conversation with a giant moose and it's just a totally normal everyday occurrence.
0: Yes, it's definitely... Um, we, we request a suspension of disbelief. And um, I I think the audience, if you're into it, you're into it. And if you're not, you've already like closed the book and gone on to a different book. And that's fine because, you know, we really only want people who are going to be excited about the, about that type of story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: not, it's not for everyone yeah i mean i'm sure that's true but everyone i've recommended it to that's picked it up so far including my grandma who uh is turning 92 this year just has absolutely loved it (laughs) that's 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 lovely to hear (laughs) yeah i am always fascinated by author duos and how they tackle the task of writing a whole novel together because that's just such a big undertaking so jocelyn can you tell us a little bit about what your writing process is like
0: yeah. Um, so as I, I mentioned before, we we do try to use NaNoWriMo Ramo or use that model um, of kind of writing off and on. We we trade. We li- We literally just have like a word document and then we email it back and forth. It's extremely low tech. So Sharon will write one day. I'll write the next day, or you know, over a couple of days, and we just sort of trade that back and forth. And at the end of my writing day usually what I'll do is I'll add a couple of notes for Sharon like here's what I think is gonna happen next or I think Vera is gonna need to go to this location to discover this clue and then that kind of just gives a couple of beats for Sharon to pick up and and go with and then you know she'll do the same so over the course of you know several weeks or a few months we've managed to knock out a draft and then I'm a natural editor I feel like I'm I like editing almost more than I like drafting. Mm-hmm. So I will go through the draft and edit it and identify all the, the plot holes of which there are many. And <laughs> uh, we just sort of slowly fill fill that in until we have a draft that we feel like we can present to our actual editor um, so that she, you know, she doesn't cry when she reads it.
2: <laughs> yeah, usually um, also before we start the writing process, we get together in sometimes in person and we have, mm-hmm about what the the storyline is going to be, what's going to happen,
1: um, and where we want to go with it. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is just so fascinating to me because uh, when you read the book, the voice just flows so seamlessly. So I just am so impressed by the way that you both do that together. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it,
0: we're, we're, Very happy that people say that,
1: because let me tell you, it does not start out that way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, all first drafts are usually just a a hot mess, but the -hmm. the finished product definitely comes out very, very well. You would never guess that it was two authors writing it.
0: Yeah, and that is definitely our goal. We want it to feel like a singular voice, and it helps that we have a very similar sense of humor and sort of outlook on life. So I think that, you know, helps to make the the voice feel more coherent.
1: Yeah, that completely makes sense. And, you know, Shady Hollow is definitely one of those cozy mystery c- series that I see the most frequently on Bookstagram, BookTok, and BookTube, just all the socials. Um, so what's it been like for you as the authors to see these books finding so many readers? And we'll go ahead and start with Sharon on this one.
2: Um, I got to tell you, I was just kind of blown away when I looked on TikTok. I know I'm too old to be on TikTok. No, you're I'm not. not. <laughs> I'm not ready to actually, I can't deal with it. I'm not ready to actually make my own videos, but I went on to see, and it was such a pleasure to see all these young people that have read the books and are talking about them. Because when you say cozy mystery to me, I kind of think of, no offense to your grandma, but like older <laughs> ladies, you know, reading um, these stories. And that's kind of what I assumed our audience was going to be for some reason. And I am so happy to see that all kinds of people are enjoying the books. and. And yapping about them and telling their friends.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I think I'm most astonished that people we don't personally know are reading the books. <laughs> you know, we, you know, it's one thing when your mom says it, and my mom does say it, which I appreciate. But um, when a, a total stranger picks it up and and says nice things and says how much they enjoyed it, I think that is just still astonishing to me that mm-hmm. that the books have yes. found that reach.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, I agree, Sharon, that when people think of cozy mysteries, we typically used to think about like older women, grandmothers, you know, the Jessica Fletchers of the world Mm -hmm. picking up (laughs) these books to read them. Um, But I feel like both because of the pandemic, people are looking for comfort and turning to this like fun, cozy genre. But also we have books that I feel are like gateway books into cozies coming out, like Arsenic and Adobo, Finley Donovan is Killing It, Mm -hmm. The Thursday Murder Club. And then I would include this one. Like, I feel like this book is so cozy and so comforting that people who have never picked up Cozy Mysteries would really enjoy this book as like an introduction to the genre.
0: Yeah, I've noticed like several people have said it's the first cozy they've ever read, which I think is amazing. Um, And I you know I, I hope that that is it is a good introduction to the genre because you know we, that is one of the things we really wanted to do is make it feel like a place that you can go and you know just retreat from the world because we were definitely writing the books at a time where you know life didn't always feel great so mm-hmm. that was <laughs> it was a goal to make it it feel like a fun place to retreat to mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely is, and I would certainly recommend if any of our listeners have not listened to A Cozy Mystery or picked up A Cozy Mystery just yet, this is the perfect one to start with.
2: So we got um, a great deal of support from the indie bookseller uh, community, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. When Shady Hello came out, it was on the IndieBound list, um, chosen by booksellers and bookstores across the country, and that was a, a really big honor for us, and booksellers are notorious for yapping about books and spreading the word by word of mouth about books that they like. And that was great for us as we are both former booksellers. So we really appreciated that.
1: Right. Oh, bless booksellers. They are just the best human beings.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Truly. I I don't think the books would have found as many readers without actual booksellers at different stores across the country really like hand selling them. Uh So it's, you know, it's, it felt like such a win for us because we've been those people and just, you know, trying to (laughs) force a book that you love into the hands of a a customer. And you're like, no, really, it's the best. So, you know, it's, (laughs) it's really great that other
1: people are doing that. <laughs> yeah that's oh, and awesome. again yeah. people
2: we don't know mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah this book is definitely like I feel like it's such a word of mouth book like you just I'm hearing it from so many readers so many booksellers like this is the cozy mystery to pick up so Uh, that definitely makes sense that you've got indie booksellers pushing it.
0: Yeah, we're just hoping for that, you know, that slow roll to our world domination. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is how it all begins. (laughs) I love that. So, you know, all of us Shady Hollow fans are so looking forward to news about your next book. So Jocelyn, can you tell us anything about it? Yes, um, yes, we can. So
0: um, just to backtrack real quick, as we mentioned before, when Um, vintage crime black lizard republished the books they bought the three existing books and published them really close together so it was really awesome that all three books were you know going to be available to people and then we realized oh no we have to like really get on the next book (laughs) Mm -hmm. to make sure that it would be coming out within a reasonable time so fortunately we were able to do that and the fourth book is titled twilight falls and it is coming out in november And we are very excited for that. It was, um, it introduces a location that is briefly mentioned in the earlier books, but hasn't, the characters hadn't visited before. So they will be going to Twilight Falls. And of course, hijinks will ensue. And um, we're just really, really excited for that. And we are just, you know, to whet your appetite, we are currently working on the fifth book. So things are- Things are continuing.
1: <laughs> so exciting! So everyone, mark your calendars for November. Oh, well, that is great news. Um, and obviously, here on this podcast, we love us some cozy mystery recommendations, uh, or just like cozy books in general recommendations. So, Sharon, what are some cozy books that you yourself love to read? Well, I um, I don't read a great deal of cozies,
2: but I have. There are certain things that I love. You mentioned Finley Donovan. Um, I am currently reading the third book in that series. Um And I think it's just so much fun. It's about um, a woman who writes and sh- a single mom who has two kids and she's dealing with her ex-husband. And in the first book, she is mistaken for um, an assassin. But <laughs> in a Panera, when she's <laughs> talking to her agent about her next book, <laughs> and so is is hired to uh, knock off that woman's husband (laughs) and it (laughs) sounded so smart and fun and um it is a
1: series that has continued to be smart and fun um and they are written by um L Cosimano Mm -hmm. yeah oh my goodness those books are so much fun and yeah that premise is just so smart and I love I love the way that she came up with it like it's just brilliant Mm mm-hmm all right, Jocelyn, how about you?
0: Well, I am going to to go s- slightly curveball. I'm going to make a pitch for um, Elizabeth Fair, who is um, an author uh, writing in uh, mid 20th century. So she is she is she has passed, but um, she has she wrote six novels that are extremely like English country life in, um, you know, post World War Two. Uh, Britain, and they are so wonderful and comforting. They're not mysteries; they're just you know fiction novels. But the way she paints a picture of just a little village, you know, like the the personalities all living together in these tiny, tiny English villages. And they're wonderful, like her characters are cranky and they all have like these tiny personal vendettas about like, oh no, I'm gonna build the fence across this path so that my neighbors can't like peek in the windows and stuff. It's just so delightful and um, mundane in the best way. (laughs) So I would recommend um, looking for Elizabeth Fair and the first novel is Brampton Wick. And oh they're just the covers are
2: beautiful. total delight.
0: Oh I know they did. They, there's these lovely like watercolor covers um, and they just republished, I think a couple of years ago, all of them in, in new editions. So it's they're just a delight.
1: Oh, my goodness. I'm pulling them up on Goodreads like as as we're speaking. Yeah, and, yeah these <laughs> covers are so cute.
2: <laughs> I'm not familiar with her. I'm going to have to add her to my ever growing list.
0: I know I wasn't either. A friend mailed me a book at Christmas, and she's just like, "I just think you'd like these," and she was right.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, you, uh, you both are clearly very experienced booksellers <laughs> because <laughs> you have me sold. These are so cute.
0: Yeah, it's, it's you know just a wonderful little escape, and especially for you know cozy mystery readers, it's it is a nice little diversion because it's not really about the mystery; it's really about the characters in the setting. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. Which I mean, honestly, like I love mysteries. But for me, the best part of a cozy is always the characters and the setting, which is why I read Shady Hollow so frequently.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we we know that people there there will you know there's there's readers who read mysteries in order to sort of beat the authors Mm -hmm. to the to solve the problem. Yeah, and I I appreciate those mysteries, um, but that's not what we're aiming for. We really want. You know it's fine if you do that it's fine if you don't it's really about just coming along for the ride and enjoying the town of shady hollow and yeah the surrounding <laughs> surrounding environments so.
1: absolutely like that- i feel like the uh, the first read is for that puzzle solving piece but then like the rereads are for i just want to be in that world again
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and we were very pleased with the audio versions of the books um, yes Campbell does such a good job with those and because When they came out i had to listen to them all again on or for the first time because i hadn't heard them
1: read and i was so Mm -hmm. happy about that i'm a big audiobook person Mm -hmm. yeah i am too i am too i i listen while i i work um at my day job Uh, But these books, like I read I told you I read them on ebook and then I had to get the audio because I was like, this is what I want playing in the background while I'm dealing with work. And then last weekend we went uh, to our indie bookstores um, for my birthday, just like bookshop hopping. And I Mm. saw your books on the shelf, and I was, like, squealed. And my husband's like, okay, so apparently we're buying all three of those. (laughs) I'm like, I need the physical copies.
2: Yes, my (laughs) husband is a patient man because I make him go to bookstores all over the place. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Exactly. it's It's a good way to spend six hours you know (laughs) it is
1: it's part of the gig if you're married to a a book lover so Mm -hmm, definitely yeah well wonderful this has just been so much fun I obviously am a huge fan of this series so having you both here was just such a treat thank you so much for your time oh Oh, thank you for having having us (laughs) oh of course it was absolutely my pleasure and listeners thank you all as well for being here with us And we will be back with another episode very soon. So in the meantime, happy reading and stay cozy. If you want to help support the podcast, then be sure to join our Patreon. For just $3 a month, you'll get a weekly exclusive episode of Get Cozy Podcast, all about the week's coziest mystery releases. You'll also have the chance to submit questions to our guest authors and even help decide which authors will be featured on the show. Head over to patreon.com slash get cozy podcast to sign up. That's all for today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Get Cozy Podcast to see which authors we'll be hosting in our upcoming episodes. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy reading and stay cozy.